0: Good day my fellow note takers you are tuning in to the note takers podcast and i'm your host carlos gilbert have you been taking note of what the holy spirit has been saying to you i hope you have because there is nothing better than getting yourself into a position where you can hear from god and guess what this is the last of the best of worst episodes so get position and let's get started Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. Folks, if you haven't been a long-time listener, you know what? It's okay. You will be soon enough. <laughs> Either way, you're on with me right now. And I mean, for reals, I just count it such a privilege to have your support and uh, the support of my friends and family who have seen me in ways the Father has seen me. And they have spoken into my life in such a way that it just constantly fueled my hunger for God. You know, it's like every time I have conversation with these whom God has put in my life, it's as if I'm invited to a dinner where the Lord is present and at the table we dine. And uh, my prayer is that it's the same for you when you listen to these podcasts. I trust that the words spoken here will not fall by the wayside, but instead, I pray that they will be received in the good soil of your heart so that you can be rooted and grounded in God's word and his love all the days of your life. So take a moment to share this podcast with your friends, like us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and even support us with your money by going to our GoFundMe page at www.gofundme.com forward slash takers. Well, I'm so excited. This is the last of the best worst episodes ever. Yes, we have made it folks. It is episode 0.9. God has ever pursued me in this journey that I have been on. And as you know from previous episodes, God has spoken and revealed himself to me in my life ever since I was a child. And now that I've been serving for quite some time now, it's crazy that there is still so much more that God wants to do. You know, God is constantly and ever pursuing us. And no matter what life can throw at us, God is there in the stillness awaiting for the moment where he has our complete attention. And for the last few weeks, God has been stirring in my heart. I've been praying ever since I've started this podcast, and I've known that at the end of these Best Worst Episodes, things were going to change. And I, again, would have to reach out and trust God. Have you ever been there? You know, you got to a place where... Yeah, you, you knew that something was going to change, but you're like, I know I need to trust God, and uh, I just don't know, and I do know, but I don't know, but I do know, but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. But let me encourage you, you know, we can trust God, and I'm speaking this to myself as well, right? He is faithful to watch over his word, and he has invested so much into you, he literally has a fail-proof plan for your day. <laughs> you know, you probably thought I was going to say that he has a fail-proof plan for your life. Right? But no, no. Life is seen in such a grand sense, which is great. It is true. God does have a great and grand plan for your life. But one thing is needed, and today is that day. God has a plan for you today. And we must pursue to position our hearts to take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying, apply it to our life and allow Him to lead us, and ultimately opening the way for others to come to a place of freedom. In 1 John chapter 2 verse 3 it says that if we choose to habitually keep focused on his precepts and obey his commandments this is how we by experience will come to daily know him come to understand him and become more and more acquainted with him The keys are habitually remaining focused All projects you take on at work generally have a specific focus and there are tasks you know there's people involved and many times Lots of money involved to make this project a success. Much effort is put into it, whether it's small or big, and in the same manner, our daily lives need to have a focus, and that focus should be Jesus. Jesus is the Word who was with God and is God and is the one thing that is needed, for He is the bread of life. And as a result of His doing, the Holy Spirit keeps His Word alive and fresh in our lives by constantly speaking on behalf of the Father, giving to us, The daily bread needed to live. As I speak about this, I'm reminded of some words I read from Mr. Schofield. Now, Mr. Schofield is a guy who is famous for pinning the Schofield Study Bible, and I had the Study Bible when I was back in uh, in high school in, in ninth grade when I started the Christian Club there, and uh, it was a King James version, and it was good because all the people that I was encountering at that time were like really super into like you know uh, you know if you were using a different translation or, other than the King James, then it, you weren't reading from the Bible, and so it was really good to have that, and it had all the these and thousand arts in in it, and uh, so uh, it it caused me to learn uh, a lot really quickly, but because of the study Bible I had, it also, you know, taught me a lot more than I think I could ever get, um, you know, just by listening to preaching and stuff like that. But um, in one of his writings, he speaks of Paul, the apostle, uh, writing in Romans chapter 8, and he says this, I beg you to note the apostle's secret of victory. He opens the secret to us at once. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 2. The law of sin, which is in his members, the law of death written and engraved in stones, the man is delivered. He is made free. But by what? By new resolutions? By more prayer? By getting up earlier in the morning and keeping that morning watch? Oh, he had gone through all that kind of thing when he was a Jew. What he wants is reality now, and he has got reality. Now, a new law, a new power, a new enablement has come in and delivered the man. That is what he is telling us. And then he was working so hard in the 7th of Romans to perfect a character which God could approve, and now he finds the wonderful truth. The righteousness of the law is fulfilled in those who walk not after the law, but after the Spirit. And so it goes on. One continuous shout of victory from the beginning to the end of the chapter, all based on the perfect work of Christ, but made into actual experience by the Holy Spirit dwelling in the believer. Oh man, I love that. All because of the perfect work of Christ, the Holy Spirit who dwells within makes our relationship with Christ an actual experience. And again, this is how we come to know how we come to understand, and how to be more and more intimately acquainted with God. My friends, this no takers journey is just beginning. Over the last nine episodes, I have been taken aback by the feedback of those who have heard these podcasts, and even by what has been said from my very own mouth. There have been truths that even I have revisited over and over again since I recorded them. The Word of God is alive, and this is why you need to take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying. Write it down, record it, revisit it, and apply what He is saying to your life so that you can experience God in ways that you never have every day of your life. Now, uh, let's take a break here, and let's revisit some of the best of the best of the worst episodes. Here we go. Many of us struggle within with a heart that is torn, You know, we have things that need to be handled, taken care of, and people to care for. Yet, when we come to God, we come and complain, being worried and troubled by many things. But Jesus said, one thing is needed. So think about that. One thing is needed. Jesus went to the cross to make a way for His Holy Spirit to be with us, to live in us, and to allow us to be in the presence of God. He knew the business that we would have to take care of after His departure so that now we can be both the Mary and the Martha. So we all know that we'll never win an argument with God. You know, he's gentle, and he is firm in his love, but he'll always cause you to come closer and closer. And when you hear his heartbeat and understand that his heartbeat is for you, everything changes. In Romans chapter 11 verse 29, it says this, the gifts and callings of God in your life are irrevocable. God will never withdraw what he has called you to do. You need not to be afraid. God only does good things. You need to embrace the calling and let him embrace you. He will never let you go. He will never leave you. He will always be with you through every situation that you go through. Jesus, when he went to the cross, didn't purchase your salvation by way of going through the motions. He did it because Jesus, God in the flesh, so loved the world. He so loved you. Look, man, I've given you breath. I've given you muscles and and sinews and caused your, your bones to come together and you're standing and you're an exceedingly great army. You're an exceedingly great soldier in the kingdom of God. God wants to tell you today, behold, he wants you to get ready. He wants you to begin to hope again. He wants you to open up your eyes and see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. He will open up your grave and cause you to come up from your graves and he will bring you to the land of promise. Jesus didn't go on the cross so that we one day could be in freedom. Even while we were sinners, Christ loved us and gave himself for us so that we could be free, that we don't have to wait for that, but that we can actually accept and walk and believe in it now. When God has given you something that he has declared in your life, you need to take the word and notice and recognize those things that are not operating. So when you're at a place when you don't know what's going on, when you have prayed and prayed and you began to see things come together and then you hit this place where it's not working anymore. Take the moments and use this time to practice and then at those moments you begin to hear God speak to you again so that you know the next thing to prophesy. I want you to know that when you go through these situations, there is always an opportunity for God to get the glory and for you to be resurrected because you believe in the resurrection and the life. And when he says, "Loose him and let him go, you better put on your seatbelts because God's about to take you to another level and he's about to rise you up and he's gonna put you in another place with a greater anointing, a greater passion and a greater substance because you have spent the time with him and because he's spoken into your life no one can ever take what your worship is worth away from you every time you worship it's worth so much to god every sacrifice you make it is worth so much to god every time you act out in your worship there will always be a you should have done this or a you should have done that a something that is trying to steal all that you gave but here listen as the Holy Spirit speaks he speaks only what God would say and I pray that you hear him speak against the devil saying leave her alone every act of worship will prepare the way for God to do something that is unknown you see when you come to him going past the noise remembering what he did and what he has done breaking through the barriers and taking heat in the middle of your worship, Jesus will speak up. He stands up for you and he shuts the mouth of the enemy. I really urge you to listen to the Holy Spirit and and watch and and, and hear and, and learn how God is drawing you in, drawing us in to help us to know that we can trust him. The glory of God was revealed in that which was dead, And many believed as a result of a personal account. And when you couple that personal account with worship, we see God rise to defend. And it just really puzzles everyone who's around. Even the enemy who would be against you. It leaves them with nothing left to be able to do except to say, look, the world has gone after him. Mary was just as busy as Martha but there was one thing that was needed. When God speaks, these things are not taken away. Being a note taker recognizes the fact that God can and will speak to you anywhere and any time. Martha's skill and ability provided for an opportunity for Mary to receive that one thing that was needed. If Martha wasn't as excellent, Jesus would have never found comfort in her home. So your skill, ability, and willingness to serve Him paves and really does make way for the Lord to come. And even to you, He will come. But will you take note of what the Holy Spirit is saying? Come on, no-takers, let's run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Today is the day where your world premiere can take place. God has rolled out the red carpet for you to display His glory, His power by way of His Holy Spirit, bringing Jesus, the Word, the bread of life, to life in you. your life the time you spend in private with the lord allowing him to deal with those things which nobody sees and allowing him to embrace you and you alone is the time you need so that your life can be the living testimony upon that red carpet you are the worker he is calling you to go your way and to listen carefully he is your helper your standby, your comforter, your intercessor, your counselor, your strengthener, and your advocate. God is not here to cause you to run away. He's speaking to you today to bring you in and let you know that He is for you. Peter goes back to reassure us by saying to humble yourselves. Realize that you can't do it alone and that you need to find yourself under the mighty hand of God, for he cares for you with the deepest of affections and carefully watches over you. Mary, sitting at the feet of Jesus, had her focus on Jesus, and Martha for a moment got distracted and turned her attention towards her situation, allowing her emotions to get the best of her, and Jesus, hearing and seeing this, redirected her to where her focus and attention needed to be. Learning to be a note-taker relies on grasping how to be the Mary in the world of a Martha. So hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Take note of it. He will show you things concerning others, but more importantly, He will show you things about you because God is interested in you. But the bottom line, should our heart have the posture of Mary, we will hear directly from God. And when we do, because of the posture of our heart, these things will not be taken away from us. Many of us have these organized systems of beliefs and rules when it comes to our perception of how God sees us, hears from us, or responds to us. But God doesn't care what your rules are. He doesn't care if you messed up and are waiting to feel better before you can ask Him for your healing. He is not waiting for you to call out to Him. The fact is, He already reached out to you. And though you stand afar off or close but not too close, He's still inviting you by saying, come to me. Get away with me, I'll show you. Walk with me, work with me, and you'll learn to live freely. Elisha had a grasp on something. He had to have his own experiences with the Lord. He could not rely on his mentor Elijah. He had to operate by what he had experienced, taking note of each and every time a miracle happened. He knew the God whom he served. He knew the voice who spoke to him because he had the posture of Mary in the midst of his Martha esque world. And when he encountered these situations, what he knew was never, ever to be taken away from him. These are the kinds of things that can happen to a note taker, which causes them to never look back or never desire to go back to their past. The Holy Spirit, I trust, is revealing it to you right now. Take note. And begin to hear from Him what you need to do next. Ask Him to help you to have good soil so that you can accept and receive what God's Word says so that you can grow and be fruitful. Apply what He says to you and allow Him to bring you into a place of freedom. Where do we go from here? God, I prayed. Is there more? Like, you know, after all of those episodes, right? Is there really more? And uh, No takers, God's reply to me has been, Yes! <laughs> you know, you've listened to me speak about what my journey has been, but now it's time to give you an opportunity to hear from other note takers throughout the world. Starting with our next episode, episode one, yes, it's a a normal number, okay, (laughs) I will be interviewing different people from all walks of life. I'm so excited about this because I know I'm going to hear stories from people I know and people whom I don't know, and they will declare and help us to know of how they took note of what the Holy Spirit said to them, how they applied it, and how God brought them into a place of freedom takers, I urge you, share this podcast not for the sake of my popularity, but for the sake of others having the opportunity to be encouraged. Paul said that he didn't go to the church of Corinth with enticing words, but rather in the demonstration of the power of God. It's time that we take note and demonstrate to the world our loving Heavenly Father. This starts by coming to know how much He loves you personally. This continues by having an actual living relationship with God. And this is revealed unto others by way of God demonstrating His love through you. Oh, I can't wait. Please understand, I'm excited and actually nervous all at the same time. I'm going to have another world premiere, guys. Uh, And I don't want it to be a flop. But, you know, this is like, for me, like reality TV. I'm just like bearing out what's happening in my life. And, And this really is no takers reality we are embarking on another part of our journey that is surely to reveal more of who god is so stay tuned on twitter instagram and facebook at notaker 619 and also check out our youtube channel no official as the announcement of our first guest will be up soon until then take note of what the holy spirit is saying apply it to your life and let him bring you into a place of freedom